offering of the Holy Mass. Accept most holy trinity, this sacrifice fulfilled at one time by the divine word, and now renewed on this altar through the hands of your priest. I unite myself to the intentions of Jesus Christ, priest and victim, that I may be entirely offered for your glory and for the salvation of all people. Through Jesus Christ, with Jesus Christ, and in Jesus Christ, I intend to adore your eternal majesty, to thank your immense goodness, to satisfy your offended justice, and to beseech your mercy for the church, for my dear ones, and for myself. Amen. together in thanksgiving we begin our celebration in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ and with your spirit the road to emmaus traveled by the two disciples is the path taken by those whose hopes in life has been crushed like the disciples may we turn to the lord and invite him stay with us lord may we recognize him in the eucharist where he explains the scriptures to us and breaks the bread with us, setting our hearts on remaking us witnesses that indeed he is truly risen and is alive in our midst. Therefore, brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to me the contrite of heart, and Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. The Almighty God of mercy in us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
let us pray. May your people exalt forever, O God, in a renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in constant hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. For Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed, You who are Jews, indeed all of you staying in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to my words. You who are Israelites, hear these words. Jesus the Nazarene was a man commended to you by God with mighty deeds, wonders, and signs which God worked through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This man delivered up by the set plan and foreknowledge of God, you killed using lawless men to crucify him. But God raised him up, releasing him from the throes of death, because it was impossible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me, with him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Therefore my heart has been glad, and my tongue has exalted. My flesh too will dwell in hope, because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. My brothers, one can confidently say to you about the patriarch David that he died and was buried, and his tomb is in your midst to this day. But since he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants upon this throne, he foresaw and spoke the resurrection of the Christ, that neither was he abandoned to the netherworld, nor did his flesh see corruption. God raised this Jesus. Of this we are all witnesses. Exalted at the right hand of God, he received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father and poured him forth as you see and hear. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, you will show us the path of life. Lord, you will show us the path of life. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, My Lord, are you. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup. You it is who hold fast my lot. Lord, you will show us the path of life. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. Lord, you will show us the path of life. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence, because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one 
to undergo corruption. Lord, you will show us the path of life. You will show me the path to life, abounding joy in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Lord, you will show us the path of life. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, if you invoke as Father, he who judges impartially according to each one's works, conduct yourselves with reverence during the time of your sojourning, realizing that you were ransomed from your futile conduct handed on by your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a spotless, unblemished lamb. He was known before the foundation of the world, but revealed in the final time for you, who through him believed in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them but the eyes were prevented from recognizing him. And he asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped and looking downcast, one of them named Cleopas said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? And they said to him, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have outstanded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who was announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter his glory? 
then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were open, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning with us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how it was made known to them in the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Magandang araw po sa lahat, lalo na sa mga taga-subaybay sa atin sa Sambuay TV Mass. No? And in fact, this is the third Sunday of Easter. We continually rejoice being a part of the family adopted by Christ through His blood, as what St. Peter said in our second reading today. Ransom, not by anything else, but by the blood of Christ. Being a part of that great family. I remember that I also belonged to a big family. We're 11. Labing isa kami, walong lalaki at tatlong babae. So I'm in the middle, I'm the middle child, I'm the sixth of the 11 children. At sa bahay namin, meron kaming apat na kwarto. Isang kwarto para dun sa parents ko. Isang kwarto para dun sa mga kapatid kong babae. Isang kwarto para doon sa mga lalaki, no? yung walo kami lalaki, at isang kwarto doon para sa aming uh, kasambahay. So I remember when we were young, during my high school years, one of my classmates invited me to for a fiesta. Sabi niya sa akin, mag-miesta tayo sa bahay, sa, sa, sa amin, mag-overnight tayo doon, tapos kinabukasan, balik na lang tayo sa school. So I thought, Walo naman kami doon sa kwarto. Hindi naman siguro mapansin ng aking mama na mawala yung isa. So I said, okay na. Sama ako. So I did. So I enjoyed the night. No? May kainan, may sayawan. Uso pa yung mga disco that time. And we had a great time. The following day, balik na sa school. Wala ng toothbrush, same damit, parehong uniform, hindi na mahalata. Pasok. But on the gate when I was arriving at the school was my mom, nagintay. At pinagalitan ako kung saan ako galing. I never thought na sa dami namin walo, nakita pa rin niyang nawala yung isa. No? So I was grounded, balo, and all of that sort. I never thought that, I know my mom, my mom loves us, but I never thought that we could also be truly loving us individually. Now, a mother seeking for, his ch- for her child. In fact, in our gospel reading today, here we could see also 
a God who seeks. Dalawang disipulo ni Cristo, they were frustrated. They had great hope of a person who would be redeeming them. But it was beyond their expectation. Iba ang kanilang nakita. They were frustrated. Nagtampo. Umalis. They went out from Jerusalem, went back and um, walked, going to the village seven miles away from Jerusalem. But we could see how Jesus seek them and walked with them in the road. And we can say with all of the Gospels, this is the Gospel that we could truly, truly relate on. Simply because these two disciples of Jesus on their way to Emmaus could never be uh, seen before this occasion and after this occasion. Ito lang. Dito lang matagpuan itong dalawa na to sa Gospel ni St. Luke. In fact, they were a name in, uh, aside from Cleopas himself. Maybe remaking us realize that here we have shifted from the famous story of the uh, known disciples of Peter, John, Thomas that we had last Sunday, and now to these unnamed disciples. Maybe we could recognize and relate with them. Natayo yun. This could also be our story. That one way or another we might get frustrated. One way or another we might be questioning God on how He answers our prayers. But we are reminded in this Gospel reading today that He would be journeying with us on our road. And in fact, in our Gospel reading today, there is no name of the road, the unknown road, because God will be journeying us in our own road. Kung saan man tayo ngayon, maybe in our road of frustrations, in our road of success, in our road of disappointments, God is with us. So today, my dear friends, we go and glorify of a great God who truly loved us. Last Sunday, we have celebrated of a God with His great divine mercy, a merciful God. And today, we could see a loving God always uh, journeying with us in our own road. So today, my dear friends, we are called to be open enough for the presence of Christ in our lives. But the most important thing could also be seen in the late part of the Gospel reading today. Once they have recognized Christ, they were moved. They were moved to proclaim. They went back to Jerusalem and recounted to the disciples what had taken place on the way and how they were made known to them in the breaking of the bread. What is also important is that recognizing and seeing Christ in the journey that we have His presence in our life, it must also move us to proclaim His love and mercy to others in the way 
we live. Amen. Let us now profess our faith. I believe in God. Almighty, creator, creator of, of heaven, heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From it, the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us put our petitions to the loving Father who accompanies us in our journey with Jesus, and let us address him as we pray, Father, give strength to your people. Father, give strength to your people. Father, bless our church and civil leaders, that they may not tire of serving you and your people, especially the poor, the outcast, and those who have no voice in society, we pray. Father, give strength to your people. Father, be with those who are burdened with doubt and discouragement, and those who undergo crisis, we pray. Father, give strength to your people. Father, bless our efforts and the work of our hands. Protect us from all harm. Give us plentiful harvest and guide those who travel by air, land, and sea, we pray. Father, give strength to your people. Father, in the evening of our life, when our days are coming to a close, comfort us with your merciful love. Look not on our sins, but remember your fatherly care for us, we pray. Father, give strength to your people. Let us pray for the urgent concerns of our community and our personal intentions. We pray. Father, give strength to your people. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen us in this table fellowship as Christ once did to his disciples at Emmaus. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Oh, oh, oh. 
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise, praise and glory of his name, name for our, our good, good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, O Lord, we pray, these offerings of your exultant church, and as you have given her cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in perpetual happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to load you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the holes of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For by his death is a ransom from death, and is rising the life of all as reason. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory. Holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like they do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, Bishop Roderick Pabilio, our Apostolic Administrator, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Peace be with you all. This is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are we who are called to receive him. Lord, Lord I'm, I'm not, not worthy that, that you should, should enter, enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. during communion. For those who cannot receive communion, join us in praying the spiritual communion. Jesus, Master, you assure me, I am the life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life. In baptism and in the sacrament of reconciliation, you have communicated to me this life of yours. Now, you nourish it by making yourself my food. Take my heart. Detach it from the vain things of the world. With all my heart, I love you above all things because you are infinite good and eternal happiness. Amen. Prayer of Overseas Workers Saint Michael the Archangel, I'm about to leave my family, and the physical and emotional distance affect me. 
the physical distance means I will be living in a totally different culture where everything will be new. The emotional distance implies that no longer will I be able to embrace my loved ones when I want to. You have done special mission for God, and you did it confidently, trusting that everything will be all right because our Creator has everything in His hands. Share with me the same faith. Make this travel a part of my mission here on earth. I have to leave for the good of my family and loved ones. I have to leave to do God's will. While I am away from them, protect them from dangers. Let them feel my presence through my letters and calls. Make us a strong family, even though we are far from one another. Saint Michael, through your intercession, may Jesus be the light of the family, and may Mary be our mother too. Amen. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you were pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. Be near to those who call on you, O Lord, and graciously grant your protection to all who place their hope in your mercy, that they may remain faithful in holiness of life, and having enough for the needs in this world, they be made full of heirs of your promise of eternity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go forth in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. mind and soul as we experience God's presence and His truth. Come on, don't stop! Don't stop! 
And today we declare that we're moving forward. Amen. Come on. Come on, you can jump up and down and celebrate your victory today. Jesus, you are with us as we move forward. God's blessings here today. Wherever you are, I believe that God is with you. You are not alone. 
that you're not dealing with your problem by yourself. I believe that God is going everywhere to bless you. He's finding a way to make your life better. Today, we'll talk about anger. And I want to start with sharing a story that about a year or two ago, my wife and I, we were um, arguing. Just like every other couple, we were arguing. Nagalit ako sa kanya, sabi ko, Iyan, kasi nakalimutan mo na naman, eh, off yung ganito, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. So I was like really getting mad at her. And as we were like discussing, we were arguing, so I was telling my part, she was telling my her part, my part, her part, my part, her part. And I was listening, you know, just really mad. Dahan-dahan, nare-realize ko ito. Parang tama siya. Mali ako, tama asawa ko. Tapos, pero, I did not admit because of my pride. Like, de, galit pa rin ako sa you! And, and then, talaga, we go, oh nga, babe, tama ka. Ang nakakainis doon. Feel na feel ko pang tama ako eh. Tama yung galit ko. Yung pala, mali ako. Lalang, so ko lang i-share. Because sometimes, um, we are preoccupied by our anger that it controls us. So today, I want us to be free from our anger, to be free from this pain, and just have real joy in our lives. And that's why we're here at the feast. You might be asking, Bakit ka naka-long sleeves, J-Paul? Summer ang init sa bahay lahat. Ito lang yan. Sayang naman yung mga damit ko. O may aparador na. So ginagamit ko naman. And also because... I want to prepare for you. I want to look good for you. Let's pray. Our favorite prayer here in the feast. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to our talk five of the feast. And the talk is called The Mask Called Anger. A lot of people seem that they're nice, but they actually have a lot of anger inside. A lot of people are, are just really angry outside. A lot of people don't know that they're angry, but they're actually angry inside. People don't know it, but there's so much anger in all of us. And that's what we will unwrap today. Because what you, when we see what really makes us angry, we can let God heal it. So we're going to continue our discussion on the Sermon of the Mount. And it's it's... How do you call it? Sermon of the Mount? mountain. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 1, Jesus went up the mountain. You know Moses? Moses was very important in Jewish tradition. And where did Moses get the Ten Commandments, the laws? Answer, Mount Sinai. So just like Moses, Jesus preached in the mountain because Jesus is being told by Matthew that he is the new Moses. And also, Jesus expounds the laws of Moses and not just it all rules, but really a way to live, a way to do things, a way to be. Because we're not robots. Ito lang, ito lang, ito lang. Hindi. 
We're meant to be so much more. So let me read to you from Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 to 26. You have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say to you, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you're on the way to the court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny. Our key Bible verse for this is in 21 to 22. You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder, but I say. Jesus talks about six things. He'll go deeper, and these are all related. Number one, murder, adultery, divorce, oaths, revenge, and hating your enemies. In doing this, Jesus was peeling away, like a banana, the outer wrapping of the six specific laws to expose God's heart. Because God is not a punishing God. God is a compassionate and loving God. B, Jesus wants us to understand who God really is, not an angry, ah, I am fee fum No, he's not like that. God is God, he's king, but he's also very, very tender. So we want to know who God really is. So we'll unwrap it in the next few weeks, but today we just want to talk about the law of murder. All right, so it's going to be very fun. So my message for today is this. God's love is bigger than your anger. I repeat, some of us don't know that we're angry because we're not pinakakaaway. But sometimes when we pass by um, nice houses, we get angry. So we say, why are they angry? Or, or sometimes you look at someone and you feel, Bakit siya? Maganda, ako hindi. We don't know it, because, but we're quietly angry and we don't want to admit it because ay natin mapahiya. And what we want now is for God to embrace, you know, this anger of ours so that we can be free, we can be happy, and we can be healed. A few years ago, with a few friends of mine, I got mad in a restaurant. Sinigawang ko yung waiter at sinigawang ko siya sa harap ng mga customer at harapan ng mga um, co-workers niya. Galit na galit ako kasi isa't kalahating oras yung order namin. Hindi masarap, masungit pa siya. Tama naman ako, di ba? Kasi magalit ako, mali yung service, mali yung food, and all of those things. Pero tama ba yung ginawa ko? Hindi. It's not very Catholic, it's not very Christian, it's not very loving. It was very selfish. Did I kill him? No. But with the way I talked to him, it's as if I killed him. I behaved very badly. I, that man, no matter how terrible he is at his job, he didn't deserve the berating and the anger that I pushed towards him. 
sabi na ibang tao, di, mabait naman ako, nabababain lang ako, mabait naman ako, di naman ako ng Google, pwede mo ako mapatay, nananapaklak mga abuse. Not really. You don't have to physically kill someone to kill someone. Some children, some some of them, you know, they lose hope and joy in their dreams. Why? Because their parents killed their dreams. Their parents killed their hopes. They were abused physically, verbally, and all of those things. And they are just like zombies because they have lost their will to live. I want to tell this to you. Human beings are better than this. I am better than I how I behave with the waiter that was giving me bad service. He didn't deserve it from me and nobody deserves it. Nobody deserves that kind of treatment. I'm preaching this to you and to myself. Human beings are better than this. That is my message for you. You're better than this. Were there times you lost your cool? Pinaisipan mo ng masama yung isang tao. Siniraan mo yung isang tao. Sinismis mo yung isang tao. You acted out of negative feelings towards someone. I want to preach to you today as you receive this message on Facebook, YouTube, or Spotify. You're better than this. So let's talk about the first law that Jesus unwrapped. Jesus said, You've heard, you have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell. Jesus was uncovering God's heart about this law. He says it's not about murder, it's about unrighteous anger. That is scary. Is anger always equal to murder? Wait. Hindi mo may story na si Jesus mismo na galit sa market? Mali ba yun? Let me explain. Not all anger is wrong. You see, Jesus got mad at the priests because they were abusing the poor people. They were getting rich. They were buying benzes of the money from the poor kasi sila nagkocontrol ng market and all of those things. It was corruption indeed. That's why Jesus was getting mad because the priests were treating the poor um, badly. Feeling angry is normal. Feeling angry is not sinful. That's why St. Paul said in Ephesians, in your anger, do not sin. That means that anger is not sinful, but what is sinful is how you act because of the anger you have inside. Let me discuss to you. First one is this, angry feelings. Let me give you a few examples of how I get angry. How do I have these angry feelings inside me? If people are late for meetings, if people forget, yun na pag-usapan, umuko sila sa agreement, tapos nakalimutan nila, sana pinaalala mo na lang, it really irks me. When I'm really hungry, I get angry. But what is bad is if may na-late at sinigawan ko siya. Okay lang mainis dahil late yung tao. Pero pag sinungitan ko, nagalit ako, pinahiya ko yung na-late, yun yung masama. If pinahiya ko, nagalit ako, sinigawan ko yung taong nakalimutan yung pag-usapan namin, yun yung masama. If I shout at my wife, 
because wala pa niluluto niya, yun ang masama. Here's the fact. You cannot control angers and trends in your life, but you can control angers exit. How you behave, how you express, what do you do with the angry feeling you have inside? At a certain point, you must walk up to the gate crasher of your life, this anger feeling, and say, Alam mo, you don't belong here. So you have to understand what makes you angry. You have to explain, women, makikiusap ako as a husband, as a man. Hindi po kami mind readers. Pag sinabi niyo pong fine, alam ko, meron 2,000 explanations yun in your mind. But kami as men, we do not understand. So I am gonna ask you, because of your compassionate love to, for us, explain niyo po. Huwag niyo po kami bigyan ng three days of silent treatments or huwag na po tayo magbukas ng mga lumang problema. Bakit? Because we want to make our relationships work. So as a husband and in, in behalf of all the husbands, huwag na po tayo magtanim ng galit sa mga asawa natin. We do not understand. But that's what I'm asking you. We have to understand. We have to really all have that moment of quiet and, and, and ask yourself, Teka, bakit kaya ba akong galit? May reason ba yung galit ko? Do, does the person am I, I'm angry with deserve my anger? So all think about that. Do you agree? Here's the thing. Here's a reason why we get angry. Anger is usually masked fear. Anger is only a secondary emotion. Lumalabas to after the primary emotion. Yeah, secondary <laughs> Beneath a lot of people's anger is fear. We're angry because we're afraid. We're angry because we feel being abandoned. We're afraid of being left alone. We're afraid of being rejected. Your fear of being small, unrespected, being thrown away, inadequate, humiliated, that's what makes us angry. Many times, my dear brothers and sisters, anger is a mask. The reason why you can't get rid of your anger is because you haven't admitted your fear. I want to preach this to you. I want you to put this on your social media, post this, text it to your friend, write it down in your comments below. Just, I want you to just make a way to repeat this or say it at home. What you feel, you can heal. You have to figure out that feeling and then when you offer it to God, God can heal it. If you haven't felt your fear yet, ask God, Lord, please tulungan mo ang pagdaanan to. Tulungan mo kung i-deal with it to. A lot of people, you see, don't deal with their issue. They run away from it. They run away from the difficult parts of life. Hindi. Ang problema ang tinatakbuhan, hindi yung sasolve. So takbuhan mo ang problema mo, walang mangyayari. I encourage you, run towards your problem and let God bless you and solve that problem with you. Here's what you need to do. Feel the fear before God. Whenever I feel afraid, insecure, competitive, negative competitive, I ask God, Lord, naingit ako. Lord, naiinis ako. Lord, bad trip ako. Lord, nakipikon ako. And, and then I just really am vulnerable to God and tell Him, Lord, naiinis ako sa taong to and all of those things. In a matter of moments, 
these angry feelings are removed like thorns and I receive the healing of God. Reason number two, anger comes from either hurt or immaturity. I've met two kinds of people. There are angry people who are angry because they got hurt. They suffered injustice. Someone did them wrong. I also met people who are angry not because they got hurt, but because they didn't get their way. Hindi sila ang nasunod. Parang batang nagtatantrums. When my son doesn't get his banana, apple, or milk, he gets mad. Bakit di niya nakuha yung gusto niya. And some adults are like kids. They throw tantrums in the office to their spouses in front of their children, in front of security guards, ginasinisigawan nila, in front of the PNP and the AFP, ngayong quarantine, sinisigawan nila, or the janitors. Bakit? Because they don't get what they want. And it's not because you're better than other people. You behave like that because you're entitled. And entitlement is not just a millennial issue, it's a people issue. It's a different topic for another day. Whatever your issue is, whatever your anger is, whatever your pain is, I invite you. Do not allow this anger to control you. Because you are better than this. You're better than your anger. You're more powerful, kinder, and stronger than your anger. Say it with me. I'm letting go of my anger. Comment below, I'm letting go of my anger. Or share it and caption, I'm letting go of my anger. Here's an encouragement that can help you, a practical tip on how to lessen the anger in your heart. Don't sleep with an angry heart or else this will make you a better person. Every night you sleep, let go. Every night you sleep, tell God, Lord, before I close my eyes, as I go back to sleep, as I go to sleep tonight, I lift up my anger to you. I forgive this person who hurt me. And I tell you, if yung umaway sa'yo, talagang sinaktan ka, pinahiya ka, or sinira pangalan mo, I promise you this. Don't take revenge. Let God vindicate you. Let God fight for you. Let God do His godly thing. St. Paul said, Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. So, if you have anger in your heart, let go muna ka doon. Ang problema lang ito. A lot of us, ginagawang best friend si Anger. Si Mr. Anger, ginagawang barkada, kainuman, ka-shopping. Wherever we go, we bring Mr. Anger with us. To the school, to the PTA meeting, to the office, to catch-ups. We have anger, we have bitterness inside us. Let me share a story with you. Um, I, I met someone, an executive. He was very successful in his job. Multinational company has a great executive position. But he was always in debt. He always had no money. But he had a good salary. Ganda ng company car. Tapos kami, you know. And I realized this. Kaya pala lagi siyang walang pera. Because galit siya sa mayaman. Galit siya sa pera. Galit siya sa mga taong successful. He was angry at money. That's why he was always poor. Grabe, no? Grabe yung anger. It can destroy you. So please, I'm asking you, my dear friends, stop feeding your anger. Stop feeding it with your attention, your time, and your energy. And here's another thing that happened. Um, situations in our lives, 
na nangyari na yan, right? So what happens is sometimes dumadaan lang, okay na, but sometimes there's a bad situation and we replay it in our minds every single day, every single hour, every single second. Let me talk to you about a client that I had. Of course, I will not share full details. Yung manager na to, I was giving a talk, I was giving a workshop on my money mindset in their company. And he said, you know what, J. Paul? So, ibang tao, parang galit sa pera. Sabi niya, galit ako sa pera? Ibo, bakit? Sabi niya, galit ako sa pera kasi I remember growing up, we were not rich. My parents would fight about money. Sisigawan, kasi eventually nagbabatuhan, ng gamit, eventually sakitan, eventually money problems cause their family to separate. May anak sa nanay, may anak sa tatay. So, in his mind, money would always be a cause of argument. So what did he do? Kinagasas nila lang lahat. So but when he healed his relationship with money, na healed din yung kanyang financial um, situation. Galing, di ba? And if this could happen also in your relationships, with jealousy, in, in your career, or anywhere in life. If you have anger in any area of your life, this can blow up into something bigger. I repeat, Stop replaying the mental video that feeds your anger. Press stop. And what do you do? Focus on something else. Focus on the positive. Focus on the good. And say this with me. I'm better than this. I'm preaching to you right now. Looking you in the eye. Looking at the camera. And praying that you receive this. You're better than this. You're better than this. And you're better than this. I have a personal story. For a long time in my life, I was very angry at the guy who molested me when I was young. Tagal lang yari yun. But I didn't have freedom because I was always angry. And I was always replaying that moment. I was thinking of that guy. And the anger just kept on blowing up and blowing up and blowing up. Who was in control? Not me. The anger. I was a puppet of my anger. I was a puppet of that guy. So what really freed me? I prayed. For God to bless him. And when I prayed to God, Lord, bless mo na siya. And as you bless him, let me be free from this anger. That I felt that yung para siyang puppeteer, tas chak, chak, nakutol na yung strings. The anger, the past, did not have control over me anymore. Today, I encourage you, let go of your anger. Give it to God now. We're about to close. Are you ready? Second thing is, first one was angry feelings. Second is angry actions. Angry feelings are different from angry actions. Have you ever asked yourself, why did God give us the capacity to be angry? Because anger can be used for good. How? Anger is fuel. So imagine if anger gives you the energy to right wrongs, rescue victims, and defend the defenseless. It'd be okay. You know, for example, you're angry at inequality. Use that to fix inequality. You're angry at people who are being treated wrong in your company. Then be an executive, be an entrepreneur, and take care of your people. Let me, let me share it to you. When my brother was growing up, I was so angry at him because malaki yung age gap namin. Kasi ako po yung favorite sa pamilya. Mahal na mahal nila ako. Kaso na dumating kapatid ko, naging sagabal. Panira siya sa buhay ko. And this is funny because he's behind the camera right now. He's, re- he's recording this with me. Na wala lahat ng attention sa akin. I remember telling someone, Lord, kunin mo na siya. Ibalik mo siya sa tiyan ng nanay ko. 
I hated him and I wish he wasn't there. I remember a few times punching him, pinching him sa chan, sa gut, nawala siyang hinga. I remember punching him in here on the jaw and he got knocked out. <laughs> I remember. Kasi napako siya one time. Bum! Gwilang gwilang. Kasi like knocked out. It's not really funny. It's just because I'm with him right now natatawa ako because after shooting this video. Um, yeah, but I was really angry at him because I was very jealous. According to him, I don't remember this happening, but according to him, there was one time that I was really angry at him, probably because he was annoying. Um, and sobrang galit ko daw, bleto siya ng Swiss knife. Swiss knife na bukas. Buti lang daw, matrix siya at para siya si Neo na iwasan niya. I don't know, I've seen my brother, you know, not really be the most agile person in the world. But, sabi niya na iwasan niya at sabi niya binato ko siya. I don't know. We'll never know. I believe he's lying. Ask him. Message him. John Hernandez. Ask him if it's true. Feeling ko hindi. But yeah, but because of God healing my heart, um, eventually, no, wala yung selos ko, no, wala yung git ko. You know, I reach out to my brother. We have a good relationship. And one of the things I do now in my life is make sure that people don't feel that they're unloved. Because, have felt that feeling of being compared and all of those things. So I'm angry at that feeling. So I just try to make sure that people are cared for, people matter, and all of those things. I'm, I'm not the most huggy person, but I do my best because I'm angry at the feeling of being alone. And I don't like that. And yeah, I mean, my brother, you know, I've because of him, I've become more patient, more loving. So I'm encouraging you, if you'll be angry, be angry at, you know, fixing things. You know, take care of people and all of those things. So, you know, be angry at inequality, poverty, abuse, sin, and bad things. And be part of the solution. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 21-22, if you call someone an idiot, you're in danger of being brought to the court. And if you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell. Jesus isn't talking about getting angry with what you do when you get angry. I repeat, feeling angry is normal, but what you do is what's important. Jesus said, words can be as serious as murder because poisonous words can kill. Poisonous words will not only kill the person that you are giving these words to, but it will also kill the speaker. Why? Sino ang nakakarunig? Ikaw, for example, you say, ang pangit mo. Sino nakakarunig ang pangit mo? Ikaw, ang pangit mo? Ang pangit mo. So, two people are killed by one line. Right? Grabe. According to the law of reciprocity, you get what you give. So here's my encouragement. Stop saying negative words. Jesus said, you are defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. Jesus gave us a warning. I said in verse 22, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So if you wish negative things on people, you are opening yourself up to negative things in your life. So, what do we do now? You change your language, you change your words, you change your behavior. We started words. Instead of saying, I'm not good enough, instead of saying, I'm ugly, instead of saying, I'm a failure, instead of saying, I'm poor, instead of saying, I'm sick, we change it. Say it with me. Say this instead. Your dreams will come true. God will provide. God is blessing you. 
The best is yet to come. God loves you. Aren't, aren't those words better to hear? It's life-giving. Focus on words that give life. Jesus said, if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Grabe, no? What does God want? He wants you to fix your relationships. God wants you to heal your issues. Is there someone that you're not talking to? During this crisis, it's the best time to reach out. Sorry ba siya? Hindi. Okay lang. God will bless you for your humility. Reach out even if this person hasn't asked for your forgiveness. Hi everyone, uh, this is Leo, and today we will be doing uh, six situations. What's that? One answer! Uh, today's answer is forgiveness! Whoa! And today I, we, I would be joined by um, uh, my sister! Hi Rafa! First situation, what if they don't want to reconcile? Well, that's okay, because as long as you've done everything to reconcile, you're going to be fine. If they don't want to reconcile with you, they're accountable to God. If you're seriously going to ask why, don't, because Jesus is always the answer. Second question, how can you forgive someone if they haven't even asked for forgiveness? Forgiveness is first of all a gift you give yourself. You need that gift of freedom. Why will you depend your freedom on someone else's decision? What if they don't deserve forgiveness? That's our third situation. You see, the core definition of mercy, it's forgiving someone who doesn't deserve forgiveness. If he deserves it, don't call it mercy. Fourth situation, what if my loved ones died before I could ask for forgiveness? First of all, ask Jesus to be your peacemaker. Ask Jesus to offer your reconciliation to that person. It will happen. Jesus is the greatest peacemaker. Fifth situation. What if you still can't forgive your loved one? That's okay. Forgiveness! <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it! Forgiveness is a process. If you can't forgive him now, you can start by praying. Lord, help me to forgive. That prayer is enough to start your healing journey. Sixth situation. What if my ex said that... Where are you going? Get it! But I can for... Sixth situation. My ex said... Stop it! If I truly have forgiven you, should be going back together again. My answer, no. Forgiving someone doesn't automatically mean you go back to the same level of relationship you have, boy. Forgiving each other and going back as partners 
are two separate decisions. With that being said, goodbye, boy. Hi again. Did you enjoy that skit? Did you enjoy that message? I'll not tell you. God is here. God's love is bigger than your anger. Change your words, change your life. Change your actions, change your future. Anger will only pull you down, but kindness, forgiveness, reconciliation, generosity will give you a bright future ahead. Thank you for watching today's feast, and I pray that God's favor is always upon you, that you are safe, and God will bless you forever. Thank you for today's message. My name is Brother J. Paul Hernandez, and I declare that God is not finished with you yet. God loves you and prepare to worship God wherever you are. I invite you to close your eyes and focus on this prayer. Jesus, help us remember always of your kindness, of your mercy, of your forgiveness and this grace that overflows help us understand others the way you do for us not to be caught up with our emotions to choose your ways to emulate how you forgive not just seven but up to 70 times seven Help us guard our hearts, for all we do flows from it. Help us see things true, for by your lens we are your children. When doubts fill our mind, when our heart is in turmoil, quiet us and give us renewed hope and cheer. Revive us by your word. Make us understand what you want, for then we shall see your miracles. We walk in the strength of the Lord. In your name, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for being part of today's feast. I pray that God is blessing you. You know what? 
uh, I was recently reading a few reports the other day from our feast. The past few weeks, we were able to raise about 200,000 pesos as of this recording. And what do we do with it? We use it to bless the frontliners. We use it to bless those people who need help, the healthcare workers, those who are not from the feast and they need food, medical supplies, or all of those things. We use that money to bless people outside. And this is what's amazing. That's generosity, right? And this is aside from what we receive from the regular giving that people give in our feast. So people are giving for the feast operations and people are giving to help others. Why am I so happy about this? Because those who give make the cycle of generosity happen. We're able to help others and we're able to continue this mission. Do you want us to bless a lot of people? And say, no, J-Paul, nagbibigay. No. There's always someone who needs help. We can always use money to bless others. So I encourage you, go to www.feastortigasdistrict.com slash give. It's going to be here below. Go there and I invite you. You have three options of giving. You can give uh, a donation for those who are uh, helping the frontliners. You can also give a love offering because you're, you know, a first-time attendee. You're not here often. Just give any amount or a tithe. A tithe is a, a regular monthly commitment. It's usually 10% or less, but we encourage 10% of your income. We use it for God's mission. We keep on this cycle of generosity happen. We bless others with what you give. In advance, I want to thank you for your generosity. And I declare that the best is yet to come. Thank you for joining us today for our session. Hope you were blessed by our wonderful talk and our worship. So hope to see you again and join us again next time. What you know gets you true. And what we know is God is for us and God is with us. Thank you everyone and stay safe. And don't forget to wash your hands, alright? See you soon.